Hey everyone, this is Indra from Family Karma Cast, and the episode you're about to hear is what Deanna and I like to call our Thirsty 30 chat, where we set a timer for 30 minutes and talk about all the current Bravo TV and pop culture gossip that comes to mind. And we're making this episode available as a bonus on our regular feed to entice some of you to join us on our Patreon page, where you will get exclusive access to these chats that we do every single week. And we've made it available for subscribers at both the $1 and $3 support levels. So if you can throw us just a buck a month, that's it. We promise you won't regret it. And it actually really helps us too, because While we run the podcast on a pretty tight budget, we do have some small expenses that we need to cover and we want to be able to grow and do new things. Um, So a little bit really goes a long way to help us out. So yeah, these chats have been really fun. And you know, Deanna and I have a lot of opinions about Bravo TV and pop culture. So we hope you'll join us. And just in case you've never used Patreon before, because I personally didn't really know how it worked either. When you sign up to be a patron with us, you will receive a special link in your email that will allow you to add our Thirsty 30 chat feed to your regular podcast player on your phone or tablet or wherever you listen to podcasts. So it will become like any of your other podcasts that you subscribe to and will show up on your feed, in your podcast app every week automatically. You just click the link once and that's it. It's super easy. So again, please join us at patreon.com slash family karma cast with a K, just $1 a month and you'll get these chats every week. And we appreciate the support. Enjoy this bonus preview episode. Welcome to Thirsty 30. I'm Deanna. And I'm Indra. And um, we're going to be talking about this week in Bravo and pop culture. Actually, last week you wanted to talk about the new Gaga documentary or something like that. Was it Oh, no, Gaga? no, no. So Gaga's doing, um, I think it's called House of Gucci. Okay. And with Adam, what's his name, who... I think he gives off toxic masculine white man masculinity vibes. Adam Levine. No, but he. <laughs> <laughs> That's like immediately. He's another toxic. No, he's not toxic. I actually, he came up in my pop culture feed yesterday. Adam Levine. I hate that guy. He really uh, grosses me you know, out. I am just like I have a friend who's like obsessed with him Mm -hmm. not really my thing but he posted on ig this week that he has a full leg tattoo okay that took three days (gasps) or maybe it was six hours one of those but it's just like it was definitely not anything to write home about and then the same article reference i guess like a back tattoo he has of a siren oh of like a mermaid sitting on a rock. It was just, it's not my, it's not what I want to see when I'm having sex. With no, someone. no. Or at the Super Bowl, which remember when Maroon oh, yeah. 5 performed? He's just like a walk. It's just like, it's like Justin Bieber where you're just like a walking. Listen, I have tattoos. I have a, I, I don't even know if it's a lot. I have a handful of tattoos. Yeah. Um, they're visible. It's hard when... It, it like the the tattoos don't like like they don't 
connect in any way. Yeah. And it's like you're just kind of like a walking set of like images, ideas, yeah. like mo- momentum. Like, did you ever see momentum? Oh, mementos. Yeah. Yeah. Momento or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that film. But like, it's just like, what am I looking at? I always think of like my friend who was having sex. My old roommate was having sex with this guy mm-hmm. and she pulled down his pants. Now I'm really getting it. <laughs> <laughs> and on his thigh, there was a huge tattoo of Mr. T. <gasps> no. And he said to her something like, you want to talk to him or like, and then oh. it turned out like, and then it turned out like it was like a dare and like all this stuff. Oh, and- God. Okay. So anyway. Anyway. So, so Gaga's doing Gucci with the guy from Girls who. Oh, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Yes. Adam Driver. Yes. Who gives me. Definitely. I mean, I think it's known vibes. that he's like yes. kind of a dick. And he's a. He, you don't want to interview him, I heard. Yeah, like he's very self-satisfied. I heard him on like Fresh Air once. Oh, right, when he walked out on Terry Gross or whatever. Oh, yeah, like you do not what walk out fuck? on Terry Gross. Like, like if you, you are a monster if you walk out on Terry Gross. I know, like how dare he? What do you he? think of him? Oh, I think he, I think he's a piece of shit. Yeah. I think yeah. he ha- I think he is talented in some ways, but I just I'm not interested in him at all. No. Um no, no, okay, no. so let's talk let's talk through some Bravo shows. Let's talk about Atlanta. So Right. The Fallon's Halloween party, which <laughs> looked I'm just picturing <laughs> Fallon run through the kitchen. <laughs> oh <my laughs> <You> remember she <laughs> like she was corset. like oh my god she got so she went from like zero to a hundred and she's getting divorced right now oh <gasps> okay did you Let's know that about, so this that was that's, that's in the last month interesting because there's this all this talk about oh you married an older man for money look at your beautiful house and kitchen it's just because you like married this older man and she was like defensive about it. But okay, what are the details of why they're breaking up? Are there any? I don't know. I don't I don't know if they said they were separated or divorced. So I might have spoken out of context. And I want to say if you marry an older person for money and you are both aware of that in the couple, I support that. Yes. Yeah. Like I understand. People get married for a lot stupider reasons. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, like. And they have, th- don't they have three children together or something like that? I don't know. But I mean, Fallon is gorgeous. And oh my God, she is stunning. I heard so. And Toya is, what do you think of Toya? So Toya clearly, she's, so I call it this. When people have the enzyme, it means when they drink, they turn into a different yeah. person. And I think Toya has the enzyme. I think she has a couple drinks. It doesn't take many. And she mm. turns into a ruthless, like, she turns into a bitch. Mm. She starts ripping people apart. And, like, she kind of takes it there when she's drunk. And she doesn't know when to stop. She doesn't know how to, like, hold back or read mm-hmm. people's cues, like, social cues or anything. I mean, like, it's it was rough. It was hard to watch. Mm. What did you think? I think Toya is a very fascinating person Mm -hmm. because Toya represents a lot of like everyone's first season. She knows that. So right now she's a friend of right. Yeah. 
Do you and think she's going to be cast member? So she knows that she has to make an impact mm-hmm. to become a cast member or to even continue as a friend of. And she's up against some really like one, some of the most iconic friend ofs. Marlo. Like one of them. Marlo is one of like Marlo needs a peach. She's in basically my a housewife. She's basically a housewife. Yeah. And, um, so anyway, so she knows she's up against Marlo, right? So if Marlo's not getting a peach, like, yeah. and is is a friend of, like, this is, Toya knows this. And so you can see Toya working out who to. She's playing the game. Okay, so she's going to, like, make her allegiance to Kenya. And Kenya's acting, like, kind of shape. Kenya is acting, like, yeah. not nice. And she never plays nice with others. And so then I think she's. She knows that she has to be good with the group. And so then she's kind of flip-flopping back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just like from a pure tactical move, it's fascinating to watch. Yes, it is. That's true, actually. That's a really good point. And like if you were just watching the show and you didn't see who was a housewife and who wasn't in the credits, this season you would think Toya was a housewife because she's in it so much. Right, because she wants to. She's starting shit. She knows she has to be in the thick of everything Mm -hmm. and have an opinion and be invited to d- the different places because if you because we look at like Cameron's friend who they're on Dallas who they're trying I don't know J- is what her name is what is her name who knows what she her is, name is always she- there yeah but she is not doing anything no like, she she's just not sits doing there. any work yeah yeah and Toy is like the opposite of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know but like the difference is is like the redheaded Dallas like like the there's a lot of wet towels in Dallas, like a lot of yeah. white wet towels that like I don't I would prefer them to go. Whereas Dallas or Atlanta is such strong personalities. Yeah. And you really need to get in there if you want to make an impression. Totally. Totally. That's a really good take, I think. Because it is a game of like, you know, we're watching Survivor for a particular reason, which will come out in the podcast. Yeah. But it is really, The Housewives is a game of Survivor. Yeah, it's like who, it's about making allegiances and getting like airtime and like starting drama, but not too much. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally. Um, Okay, so Dallas. Um, which yes. I've been telling Deanna has turned into my favorite housewife right. show. And tell me why it's your favorite. Well, right now them. it is of the ones that are on because we've got mm-hmm. Dallas, Atlanta, and New Jersey. Jersey. And they're all actually great, <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> but I just like, I think maybe it's because Dallas is like really tackling this issue of racism with Tiffany Moon and I just like I'm really interested in her storyline without meaning to tackle. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like going to places that I don't think they really maybe intended. No, no, to. no. Cameron has no idea like her role, <laughs> you know, as basically someone who's being racist. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we just had a really great conversation with Victoria Lee, who runs the. Asians who watch Bravo Instagram account. So I feel like we said a lot on there. So you should listen to the episode that will be out on our main podcast feed about that. But um, I'm just waiting for like every episode for like, who's going to say the problematic shit this episode. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. one thing we didn't talk about with her, but I think is really 
stood out to me and is like an important storyline is this whole cafeteria Christian thing with Brandy and Deandra. And like, what did you make of their conversation at the dinner table at the hotel party? Well, that's when I was interested because was Tiffany race Christian or Catholic? It she it's possible. Like a lot of East Asians, I think are raised in the Christian faith. She hasn't said anything outward about that, but I wouldn't be surprised if she um, if she was. Like, okay, so I'm not religious. I grew up very religious, and um, I do have people that are close to me that are, like, they're not Christian like Brandy, they're Roman Catholic, but they are so hardcore mm-hmm. like Brandy. I can see how it serves them, and I can see how... I can see how it serves Brandy because religion's the only thing keeping Brandy to to make her feel like she's a good person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? She's clutching onto it. She's because without it, she. I mean, I can't see Brandy without religion. Yeah. And but then the um, the preaching about it is just completely unnecessary. And I think like it was cool for Deandra to stick up about like the how she like her stance in this in the firing squad. But it's like it's exhausting Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. watch for me. And and I'm not sure if it's because I'm a former Catholic or whatever. I'm sure. Yeah. And it did come off as like a little bit of white privilege when Deandra said she got to dabble in all these different religions because those are the only people. Yeah. Like rich, rich white people like going to Bali or Thailand or whatever, or like, you know, Nepal or whatever. Those are the only people I know that have been able to dabble, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and know so much about different religions. Yeah. And I'm sense? like, Deandra, like, how much do you know through Brian? Is that his name? Brian. Brian, the fucking sh- the, hairdresser, the hairdresser shaman slash shaman. <laughs> like it feels like when we talk about cultural appropriation, like right. I think this is a really good example. It's like Deandra, I would take it a lot more seriously if you were actually studying these concepts with someone from that culture. Well, and especially going into their space as a white culture, a white person yeah. notice that he's going over her like house. Yeah. Her mansion in Dallas. Yeah. This white man going over this white woman's house, bringing his white assistant. Yes. And he's and they're dressed in white. And he's just seeing dollar signs, you know. Oh, 100%. it's just a business for him, really. Like I told and and I I think this of most religious organizations is that their businesses and 100%. the people in power are seeing dollar signs a lot of the time. Um but there is this whole like moral high ground. I think what you said about Brandy is really looking for something to be right about. Right. And religion is that for her and a lot of people that it's like, well, I can do all this bad shit in my life, but God loves me. And I go to church every Sunday and I think Jesus is our Lord, Lord and savior. And, um, and that makes me a good person. And it's like, this is an issue I think with religions across the world is that, 
religion can provide like moral lessons and maybe like ways to live your life and things Mm -hmm. like that. But at the end of the day, it's like, are you living that truth? Like, are you a good person? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. are you nice to people? Like, are you accepting of people who aren't like you? Like, Mm -hmm. how do you live your life? How do you talk to other people? Things like that. And I think both Brandy and Deandra struggle with that. So it is hard to like take sides because I think they both have their problematic issues when it comes to religion. Team no one. But I also think it was like bullshit for Brandy to like shame Deandra for like in- being interested in something else because it's you should be paying attention to the word of God. Right. And that's just like so it's so disgusting. It, it makes my blood boil. <laughs> yeah. And like I, I can totally see. it's just. It's just the rhetoric, and mm-hmm. for me, it's just like I've witnessed it so much in person. Yeah, you know what I mean. Of yes. just like arguing about Christianity. Mm-hmm. It well, it's so hard because it's like the thing that uh, I think a lot of Catholics do is be, be like, "We're not like the Christians." Yeah, and you're like, "Wait, but it's like a branch." You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, it's arguably like the beginning of Christianity is like the Catholic faith. So, right. So, um, that I was just like, I could have fast forward that whole thing Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I mean, what I am just totally linked to is just Jersey. that's, That's me. That's, that's my roots. I mean, I've been telling Deanna and I really feel it like, listeners that's me introducing you <laughs> to like my culture which is the good and the bad yeah and it's like it's it's been really fun to watch for that reason for me but i also Did think you this, see this week yes this last episode the ending my god oh my jackie <gasps> jackie just what did you think what did you think of her saying like did you learn what she say she's not I mean, did you learn how to be that way in prison? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, fuck yeah, Jackie. (laughs) Jackie's just like, she doesn't give a fuck. Well, I know. I mean, Teresa's like out there bringing up the Evan shit again. Teresa's not sharp. But Teresa has, and I have to give her credit for this, she has somehow spun this. It's very obvious that she is in the wrong here, right? She's spreading rumors about Evan at his birthday party. And you said she's just doing it for ratings? No, I I just think it's like incredible that she is spinning this whole story to be like, I'm the victim here. I know. And, And it's like, it's so convoluted now that it's like, Oh, my God. (laughs) The thing is, is Teresa, I think they said this exact phrase. Teresa's always like a dog with the bone. Yeah. mm -hmm. Like she will not. She won't let it go. Her brain Mm -hmm. is like, I mean, we both have dogs. Yeah. Like like the um, the beagle part of Shasta. So Shasta's part beagle and um, part German shepherd. Mm -hmm. And the beagle part of her just like. If you put food on the counter, cannot let it go. She just cannot. It always goes back to the food. Yeah. And that's what Teresa is. Mm-hmm. And like, I I don't blame Teresa in the sense of like, you don't bring the kids into it. And Gia yeah. has gone through so much. Like when Teresa was in jail, like t- 
Gia had to act like a mom, Mm -hmm. the mom to those girls. And that was like a huge undertaking. Yes. As such a young person, for sure. At such a young age in high school and like how to deal with her dad, you know, and and the grandma dying. And it was just, it it was such a mess. And I don't blame Teresa. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, Jackie, that was stupid of her to say that. It's also like, Teresa, you have to realize that, like... I know. It's clear that that's not actually what happened. And, like, the fact that she's just like, and I'm going to bring up the Evan situation again, and she's not going to let it go. And Jackie... She, they have such a bad... They have gone at it since Jackie's first season. They will not get along. Well, Jackie, I have to give her credit for like, she didn't let it rattle her at all. She was just kind of like, Teresa, stop, like, stop. And then she like pulls out that like, you know, tough phrase right at the end. But like uh, she said it like she was even keel for the most part. And she's just like, Teresa, how what can I say to you to get you to stop right now? (laughs) Um, So that was interesting. Um, I mean, it's clear, though, that the rumor is maybe... Do you think it's true? Well, so what do you think? Like, do you think they're all talking about it and saying, like, oh, well, I did hear this and that because they're, like, to get... To create a storyline, or do you... I have no idea. I mean, I don't... I don't know who Evan is or, like, right. if he... It's hard to tell, like, is this guy capable of that, but... Of course, I think any guy is anyone. <laughs> I mean, we look at the cheating rate and the divorce rate and w- yeah. whatever. What do you think of um, Dolores's partner, David? Yeah, like what do you think, think is really I going think he's on? Attractive. There? I think. Well, this is. I texted you the revelation that he's an OBGYN, mm-hmm. and my dad was an OBGYN, mm-hmm. and my dad worked all the time. I never saw my dad. Never. Never saw my dad. I think that there's that element, like he's legitimately working all the time. And it's like Dolores's kids came home so she could get this award. This is like a really big deal to her. And he wasn't there and he wasn't even at the party afterwards. And he was like, I have to work. I have to work. And it's like, oh. I think the thing is, is what they're not acknowledging is, is Dolores needs to break the fourth wall mm-hmm. and say, David doesn't want to be on the show. Yes, that's David did not sign up for this. And it's like that's when it's a little frustrating when it's like David doesn't want to be on the housewives. That's exactly that's what I'm exactly. Okay, I agree. And that's why a part of the reason why they're not mentioning why Dolores probably didn't move in because he said, I don't want cameras in this place. Yeah, this is the place for us. It's not the place to film your housewife show. Mm -hmm, Mm hmm. That's a really good point. Um, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, he like sees the cameras and he's like, get me yeah, the fuck out of like, here. Get me out of here. I'd rather work. Yeah. I can make money or like do something I do not, I did not sign up for. And this, this year or this year, um, but watching him be at the shore makes me just like miss the East coast, like summer so oh, much. Oh my God. I know. Like I would love to be on the Jersey shore on, on Long Island and go to the beach. There's just something about it. Like go to a clam bake. Oh like, my God. I know. And like even like 
was it Dolores's Jersey Shore house? They, you can tell it's like in the middle of like a bunch of other houses, and it's like, but it still probably costs so much. Oh my god! And they I bought know. it in the nineties, you know, oh, yeah. so it's like got appreciated so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you and I actually had an interesting conversation, which is something you didn't know about. Okay, is that Italian Americans? Hmm. And their noses. I because yeah. we talked about Melissa Gorga and Melissa Gorga. Listen, girl, is give me the name <laughs> of that plastic surgeon. I'm because serious. she looks so completely natural, completely, beautiful. And she's stunning. She's stunning. She's so beautiful. She's so pretty. And like, so what do you think is? What's your take on Teresa and Melissa's relationship? They don't like each other. Teresa does not like Melissa. Do you think Melissa likes Teresa? I think Teresa, Melissa knows that she, since she is a Gorga, she has to get along with Teresa because Joe and Teresa are like beyond brother and sister. Yeah. Like they are closer than brother and sister. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now that their parents are gone, like they are all they have. Yes. Like they're so attached, which is like, that's an interesting thing about I was thinking about with Deandra and her mom, too, from Dallas is like, she's an only child like this. She doesn't have kids. No. Where is all of her wealth going to go? Right. Do you know? And I'm to the husband. To the husband or her brother's kids? No, because they don't even talk. But if they re- mend the relationship, I'm wondering. I think Deandra's so selfish, she doesn't even think about this. Yeah. What we're talking about. Can we talk about the Roni trailer really fast? Because they just released it. Yeah, and I think I'm going to say something that's going to piss people off. Go for it. Because I said it. So I'm a member of the Jane Club, and I said it in the Jane Club um, Slack, and everyone's like, what? <laughs> You want to hear it? Mm -hmm. They've got nothing. (gasps) They've got nothing this season. They didn't have anything last season. Right. But Leah came in like like a firework. Leah saved last season. And we have Ebony and Ebony's going to be great to mix in with. I, I cringe for her with Ramona and Sonia. Yeah. And I also think Ramona and Sonia need to go. And and I know saying Sonia needs to go is the most unpopular. Yeah. yeah, like no one wants to hear Sonia's got to go, but Sonia's got to go. Ramona's got to go. If you kick Luann off, I could see that. Although Luann can play really nice and she can kind of go back and forth. But okay, this is what, so clearly they're going to get into some like racial stuff right. with, um, with this season. And... I was like that part where Luann is like, don't tell me like in a deep voice, like, don't tell me that I'm not educated. And like, I like Luann sounds like every white person. She can flip this country. She can be play nice and she can turn into the word like your biggest nightmare. Oh, yeah. And I meant play nice. (laughs) She can go downtown and not make a a big stinker. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way I'm saying she's. No, Luann's a nightmare. No, I mean, I do think that maybe the only saving grace of the season is that they are finally going to have two people of color on the cast. Yeah. Like they have like Leah and Ebony. But like just seeing not them, that Leah, but Leah, ha- uh, Ebony has an alliance. Yes. Going into it. But like seeing them like dancing around with pasties on. Who gives I'm a like, shit? I don't give 
two fucks. Like that's not fun to watch. Like I'm just not sure if it's because we've lived in New York City, you know, (sighs) and like I've I used to wait tables there and I've waited tables on these monsters. Yeah. And there's nothing like to me interesting about watching them after all these years. At first it was yeah. like, oh, it's funny. Like Sonia's rich, but she smells her panties. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and she does that. Yeah, to yeah, sure yeah, clean. yeah. Or like, you know, she's kind of in this gray gardens house that's falling apart. And now I'm just like, mm. we've exhausted this. Yeah, now they're know? just like kind of, I hate to say this, it's ageist, but like rich old white bitches, you know? Right. And, and that's when it's like so many rich white put people are like Luann or even just white people in this country like don't educate me it's like yeah all of us white people continually need an education no 100 percent. you know what is kind of exciting which i read about recently is so leva from southern charm yeah so she owns a bunch of restaurants in charleston oh is that for real and she is going there's rumors that they're starting a Vanderpump like show with people who work in her right. restaurants and it's going to hopefully be a mostly BIPOC cast. And I hope so I mean, I'll watch, that. you know, Vanderpump is garbage, but one thing it had going for it or potentially still has, if it still goes on is like when you get, into the restaurant industry yes. and like everyone sleeping servers together. and like the messiness that goes on so messy. with that age group and that profession and like yeah. everything it's like there's always alcohol involved there's right. always like it is interesting to watch like it does give you the drama that you want from reality right. tv so I'm sort of looking forward to that. I hope that they do it. I hope that they do it. There's like the other new shows on the horizon at Bravo are The Real Housewives. Vanderpump and Vanderpump's. So, what's the latest with Vanderpump? They are coming back. Yeah, but it's like, why? I don't know. I do not. No one wants to see Britney. Oh, no, they're not even on it anymore. I don't want to see Lala as a new mom. Oh, my God. No. I don't don't want to see... um, Who's the one who hates women? Tom. Tom and Tom. I heard that Tom Tom might be... Oh, yeah. I think Tom Tom's done. I think think, uh, Pump is... Like, all those restaurants are shut down. Have you... So, Lisa Vanderpump just started this new show called Overserved. Overserved. I didn't watch it because I hate her. (laughs) Yeah, I just like, I'm just like, uh, who cares? We keep like... I think she's fighting to stay relevant. I really do. I know, and she doesn't, I really believe that there was a little smoke and mirrors with her money. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, her restaurant's shutting down. I do believe that I mean, I'm sure that she's still so wealthy, but yeah. I do believe that she's not as wealthy as we think she is. Yeah. I mean, time will tell. Like, eventually that stuff will come out in the open. And you listen to a podcast, mm-hmm. Bitch Sash, that interviewed Andy Cohen. And mm-hmm. what was he saying about Beverly Hills and Erica? He says that at the beginning of the filming her and uh mr girardi were fine Mm -hmm. and then everything came up while they were filming wow that erica had a deal well as much as erica's gonna deal with things on camera yeah had to quote unquote deal with it on camera well and 
he wouldn't say that if it wasn't somewhat true, I think. Like And and quote to quote him, Erica's talking. Ah, uh, okay. Well that was And then but we do have Rinna kind of poking the bear. Because uh, Rinna. Rinna's not gonna I know, she is she's a tough what are are you rewatching? Are you watching the past seasons? Yeah, I'm on season five, which is her first season, and it's interesting to see She's tough. who she is from then to now. But our right. time is up. Oh. That's it. <laughs> so thanks for listening to this week's Thirsty 30, and we'll catch you next time. Namaste, Namaste bitches. Namaste, bitches.